Hello and welcome back to another commodity update brought to you by the team from Mikado.com.au. This is the final market update before the Christmas break and thankfully the market has provided a nice little present. This week it will be myself, Andrew Whitelaw, covering off on grains and Robert Herman will be covering off on the wool market. First of all, when it comes to grain, let's have a bit of a chat about what is happening in our overseas competitors' markets. The Black Sea, so countries like Ukraine and Russia, are our most important competitors. And what we've seen over the last sort of three months in September is prices have risen, for instance, in the Odessa port, from about 272 Aussie dollars per tonne to 307 dollars a tonne. That's a fairly substantial rise. And what we're starting to find now is that producers and traders over there are very optimistic on pricing. So I've pulled away from the market and are pulling their offers, which has meant that prices are starting to rise because buyers are trying to get a hold of grain, which sellers are uh, stridently holding on to. And that's a good news story because as our biggest competitor, as the Black Sea countries increase their price, our price becomes far more competitive. And although in Australia we've not really been overly concerned about what happens on the global market when it comes to prices over the past, let's say, 24 months, the reality is, touch wood, fingers crossed, next year we'll have an exportable surplus, we'll have good rainfall and we'll all be producing massive amounts of grain, hopefully, fingers crossed, which means that we'll be reliant on that export market if our export competitors are higher priced, then that will flow through to our pricing direct growers. So things will start to turn back to being a focus on the international market. At the moment, it's all domestically focused, and that's been fine for producers here who have produced something because we've had a high price. But looking back locally, we have seen prices rising about, let's call it about $20 per tonne on average for wheat across the country. And on the East Coast, we're seeing this definitely pronounced. And this is due to the fact that in Victoria, we're expecting that harvest to be quite a bit earlier. And a lot of consumers were expecting a bit of harvest pressure on prices. And that's not really flowed through this year because, you know, I drove down to Hamilton on Thursday and the crops are still not ready to harvest on wheat and barley. And it's still a substantial volume still to come onto the marketplace. And that has meant that consumers who were buying hand-to-mouth are really having to pay up in order to get access to grain because growers just really aren't selling. The volumes being sold are, are fairly low. That is also a bit of a worry because we all know at some point growers will sell. Will that lead to a harvest pressure? It depends on if everybody's selling at the same time and it depends what happens to that demand. We did see last year we had very, very high prices at harvest, followed by, you know, a substantial fall, you know, in the first quarter of the uh, of 2019 as as consumers uh, bought all the demand that they required. Good thing is, you know, we have some strong prices. They're not as strong as last year, but let's let's be realistic. At the end of the day, these prices are decile nine, decile ten prices if we remove last year's, you know, humongous price premiums that we had in the marketplace. My view would be that I'll be looking to try and get some 
uh, sales on my books because you know if it's a, if these prices are the worst you get, it's still not a bad number. Little and often tends to be quite a good strategy, especially in a relatively volatile marketplace. So good prices uh, coming through, bit of an increase right in time for Christmas. Let's see if it continues into the new year. Uh, but the overseas market's increasing, the local market's increasing, looks pretty good. So little Christmas present. I'm going to pass you off to Robert, and he's got some good news on the bull market. Thanks, Andrew. Well, as many listeners would know, this year I've had some pretty tough weeks to report on the wool industry. Uh, It's been a tough year, really. However, this week, the wool industry closed for the uh, uh, Christmas recess, but it closed on a really strong note. The market started to lift last week, um, and this week it certainly continued on, and uh, and that's really good news. Um, The bottom line is, though, that Year on year, we're 20% down on the Eastern Market Indicator. And if you look at it in US dollar terms or the currency terms that our customers are paying, we're down about 26%. So it hasn't been great. We've also had volume down. And volume year on year is about 119,000 bales fewer sold than we had last year. So volume down and price down. But uh, we don't want to end on a sad note or or a pessimistic note. We have to be... um, optimistic in in agriculture in general and I think we can go forward into the new year with a really positive outlook so some of the stories that were brought around were that you know the Trump story had um, modified itself a bit and and the Chinese were a bit more happy with the trade arrangements Uh, who knows but in the end uh, the market finished strongly I just had um, this week I asked um, our resident data manager Matt McComb just to find out for me uh, when we reached the one billion dollar target for wool sales in the year and you'll notice that we reported last year that we just ticked over for one billion dollars for uh, for this um, year so the season to date and he had a look back and it was actually in uh, on the 19th of October last year when we hit the um, the one billion dollar mark so this year our volumes are down and we know that partly the reason is the drought and the lower fleece weights and certainly the the falling sheep numbers but also the price is down and so the one billion um, mark uh, came about three months later Um, and so that's going to impact on uh, growers it's going to impact on the Australian wool innovation on their revenues and it's going to impact on AWTA and people like that who who generate money from the wool industry and uh, and from volume so um, we look forward to next year there's a little bit more wool in store now than we had uh, during the year so growers have been holding a bit back and I'm sure if this market opens strongly next year we'll see some of those growers take advantage of that I'm looking forward to it. I think we've got a positive outlook. Um, we've got some real challenges after the drought, and we've talked about that, and we'll talk about that more next year in terms of building the sheep flock. But overall, people who have sheep and have wool to sell, uh, this is a good time. So all the best for Christmas. Thank you very much for listening. We've been really surprised and pleased about how much positive response we've got back from these podcasts. Um, it, Andrew's done a great job in uh, editing them and uh, getting them up each week and finding interesting topics. Uh, sometimes we even find interesting people to speak on them. So all the best for uh, Christmas and New Year. Uh, all the best to you, Andrew. Thank you very much for all your work and back to you. Thanks very much for the update, Robert. As this is a season of goodwill, 
We know you, our dear listeners, are very generous. We ask one thing for our Christmas gift from you, and that is that you recommend this podcast to one of your friends or family members who are visiting you over this period of time. In fact, if you want to go one step further, recommend the podcast, then grab their phone, jump on their podcast software, and hit subscribe. Do it for them. That way, you'll be giving us a gift, and you'll be giving them the gift of free market updates and agricultural conversations into the new year. So we just want to say another big thank you. We've enjoyed doing this podcast over the past year. Let's hope 2020 is a better year. Let's hope the next decade is a better decade. And uh, have a fantastic Christmas and a happy new year. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Enjoy yourself. Stay safe. Bye-bye.